Jesus said, Man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. I don't know about you, but I, I, I always want to do my best to apply Scripture to all of life, and especially the things that are current and relevant in our day, in our culture, where God has providentially placed us. And so briefly, I, I want to mention this in terms of our culture today. For those who have idolized the science, and, and I'm not talking about actual science, which would fall under the category theologically of natural revelation, which only serves to further confirm the truth of God and His Word. That's actual science, which Christians are never opposed to. We love Christians are the main people who have made the most significant discoveries in the scientific realm because of their belief in a God. Because Christians believe that, that an intelligent being, that God made the heavens and the earth, they therefore believe from that doctrine, from that worldview, that if God actually made the world, then we should expect to see order and not mere chaos. A pattern and not just random sequence of events. It is only because we believe that patterns are actually in this created world that, it actually, that there's actually a fruitfulness in discovery. If everything is random, if everything is by chance, if there's no order, no patterns to be detected, then there's really no point in discovery. Because we'll never find anything that we can rely upon to be used again in the future. It did this once, but it'll probably never do it again. Nothing's reliable. Nothing can be depended on. So it is only the Christian who has a worldview of a creator who is a God of order and not chaos, who has built his world in an orderly fashion with patterns that, that, that can be detected. It is only the Christian with that worldview that, that really has the motivation, the incentive for science. For discovery, and that's why historically, throughout human history, Christians are the ones responsible for not opposing science, but embracing it and making the most significant discoveries. But in today's culture, we have science, and then we have the science. And the science is not science. The science is an idol. And it is an idol whose ceremonial worship is conducted by certain priests in our land. And the priests who trust in the idol, the science, and who made and fashioned this idol, the science, just as Psalm chapter 115, verse 8 says, those who make idols become like them, and those who trust in idols become like them. The priests in our land who have fashioned the idol of the science, who made this idol and proclaimed this idol and trust in this idol are exactly like this idol. And what is that like? They're blind and cannot see. They're deaf and cannot hear. They're paralyzed with fear. Even though they have feet, they cannot move. They have hands, but they can't feel. They're calloused. They've lost all sense of sensitivity, discernment, reason. 
and they're mute. They can say nothing of any real significance or profundity or wisdom or truth. And that's the priest of our land who have fashioned the idol. In this case, there are many idols. But in this case, just putting my finger on the idol of the science. But again, verse 8 of Psalm 115 says that it's not only those who fashion the idols who become like them, but so do all who trust in them. And so tragically, it's not just the patron saint, Dr. Fauci, who is blind. I mean, and it really is uncanny. When we speak of, of blindness, I mean, this is, let God be true and every man a liar. His word is true. I mean, think about this. Right? You know the old expression that even a broken clock is right twice a day. I mean, just by laws of average and statistics, it is supernatural how wrong Dr. Fauci has been. And then we come to Scripture. Oh, that's why. Because he really is blind. He really is deaf because he really is an idolater who really has fashioned a religion. Not a science, not a practice, but a religion, an idol. And in making this idol, he has become like it. He can't see. I mean, you're, you're almost better off if you just, anything you hear from that man, you just think, the opposite is probably true. But sadly, it's not just the one who fashions the idol who becomes blind and deaf, but all those who trust the words of this priest and trust in the idol. And I think of a general population of people blinded and deafened but I especially think what stands out to me is the feet. They have feet, but they cannot move. I think of being paralyzed. So many in our society have just, they have feet. <laughs> they're able to move, and yet they're paralyzed with fear. And we all know people like that, people that we love. We have family members, we have friends. They don't have the worldview that we have. Many of them probably profess Christ. And although they claim to be a Christian, they still don't have a Christian worldview. And I hope, I'm preaching to myself at this point as well as you, but I hope that the primary emotion that's elicited in those relationships is not anger, but pity. That we would pity these people that we love who are held captive, paralyzed, blinded, deafened by idols. As a special thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll be happy to send you a free digital book from our store. To access this offer, visit rightresponseministries.com offer. We highly recommend Pastor Joel's book, Am I Truly Saved? If you or someone you know has wrestled with doubts about the love of God, this would be a great resource. As a reminder, to get this offer, go to rightresponseministries.com offer. And thank you for your generous support.